listening to the Hellhounds of Horror. This is Big Ronnie saying, this show is total bullshit. And I'm really glad they let me be on it. comes begging to me. Someone has cursed you. He's the Lamia, the most feared of all demons. For the first three days, the spirit torments its victims. After that, it will come to take you. Take me where? To burn in hell for eternity. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Hellhounds of Horror. I am David, and I'm joined by Al and John. Gentlemen, how are you surviving in your bunkers? I'm surviving. I'm getting through. I'm uh, I'm not dead yet, so that's, uh, that's a good thing. Uh, no signs of Veronia. Al, how you doing over there? Kicking it. Um, I got like two rolls of toilet paper, and I got meat. So I guess there's not much that I need in this world anymore, is it? I'm good. <laughs> Here's my problem with the whole situation right now, okay? I'm running out of things to watch on Pornhub. <laughs> I've gone down so many dark holes, and I'm running out of content to watch. It's only been a few days. This shit needs to hurry up and pass. I need to get back to my regular life where I'm spreading it out, you know, a little 20 minutes here and there, maybe 30 seconds, you know, here and there. <laughs> but, like... 12 hours when, when you're putting in more hours on Pornhub than you are at your at your regular day job there's a problem with that <laughs> but other than that like everything is, is is fantastic it couldn't be better first step to recovery is recognizing that there's a problem thank you oh, what, I, 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 do I, is... thought, I thought long and hard about that one <laughs> literally <laughs> the daily things to do is eat shit and sleep that's it yeah pretty much there's there's no more transportation to do shit no malls there's no movie theaters no restaurants Here, here's an here's another question well it's not a concern it's more of a question like so you know how they're doing early release for movies where you can stream them at home for 19.99 yeah so like the newest movies that are out right now you can watch them at home right now if you pay the 20 bucks and you stream it on your streaming device why haven't we been doing this all this time why did it take like some kind of major thing to impact the whole world for us to go to that I, th I think it's fear of the digital age honestly like the movie theaters are that's not something they would support they still need revenue so i mean well, yeah, no, like, like I, I i know like um how can i say like i would want to keep theaters open but i would like the option of hey you know i'm tired i don't want to go out today so i'd rather watch it at home but next weekend, I'm at the movie theater like I usually do because still, I mean, there's nothing like the movie yeah. theater because you don't have a screen that big at home. One thought, though, is if they distribute it through the movie theater website, 
like a Cinemark. Uh, they're like, oh, we've got these movies, you can stream them, and then you, pe you pretty much you have to choose which cinema you want to support in that sense. So you pick Cinemark, or for me it would be Cineplex, and then you buy the movie through them, not on like the Apple App Store. Or, the, or you buy it through them and then you get a code to download it or something like that, I don't know. <laughs> okay, now I got a question uh, for y'all too. Alright, go ahead. Give me like a scenario on what's the worst thing that could come out of all of this. Let's say it gets progressively worse with people going out, showing the governors and the mayors and president that no one's fucking listening. What, what do you think's the next step in a uh, this whole scenario like how, how bad do you think it could get well i mean there could be different things like where it could even i think it even comes down to martial law too at some point right where the military takes over and it becomes more stricter conditions things like that if i'm not mistaken and then we're gonna have a major tournament based on districts and then you get one person from that district to go into the woods them some That's... badass motherfuckers in them woods boy oh yeah I remember that We're all going to be living coach. in tree houses. My tree house is going to have a shitter. <laughs> it's going to have a bucket with a fucking HEB bag liner. <laughs> oh, man, that was good. A fucking bucket, man. David, if I ever seen you shit in a fucking five-gallon bucket with a fucking grocery bag liner and it went through the handle hole, I swear <laughs> to God, I would die laughing. <laughs> That's not actually not a bad idea for a treehouse. Like, make the hole big enough for yourself, right? And then when you come through it, you just put the bag as the lining in the hole. You shit in it. Pull the bag out, and you just climb back down the hole. And just toss <laughs> out your treehouse window. <laughs> that's that's your two-way hole right there. Then you're just going to have bags of shit everywhere. <laughs> People are going to be walking through the woods like, Oh, why is there like shit <laughs> Oh, well, the movie that we are reviewing today is not a new movie. It's an older movie, but you can still get it and stream it if you want to. And apparently, Netflix in Canada has it, but the U.S. doesn't have it. So what the fuck? But anyways, it's uh, Drag Me to Hell is what we will be reviewing today for you. And John, do you have a synopsis for this movie? Glad you asked, David. Before we even go any further, if y'all could see John right now and the way that he looks, it's hard for me to keep a straight face, but let's continue. <laughs> okay, so Drag Me to Hell. Um, when loan officer Christine Brown refuses an old lady an extension on her loan, the lady places a curse of the Lamia upon Christine. Once cursed, Christine's life is turned into a living nightmare. <laughs> I, I think that's a pretty accurate description. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what the movie's about. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just told the whole fucking movie. <laughs> you know what? Thank you all very much for joining us this evening. We hope you have a great rest of your day. <laughs> uh, what year was this movie made? Uh, it came out in 2009. 2009. Mm. Do you all remember what you were doing in 2009? I was in Scotland. I think I was in medical college. 
what? doing. I was in medical college. I got my medical assistant certification. Certification. And I was going to school for surgical technician. And then oh, I was like, shit. fuck this. I'm going to sell dope. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even Once... know what the fuck I was doing in 2009. Well, I mean, <laughs> the movie starts in 1969. <laughs> uh, when this little fucking kid turns out he steals a fucking gypsy necklace. And then this fucking big ass ghost picks him up and throws him off a balcony and then he just gets fucking dragged to hell. So, I mean, that was the kind of the opening part of the movie. <laughs> that was the opening part. The little boy got ate up by the ground. And on top of that, not everybody speaks Spanish. So there were no subtitles, you know, right. in the beginning. I mean, I don't know if you got subtitles, but the copy that I, that I procured did not have subtitles. And it cuts like to where this girl is just working in a bank. She's like surviving, trying to get that assistant manager promotion, but that dude keeps shutting her down. And yeah. he's thinking about the, the new guy too, because he's aggressive. He told her, Charlie. <laughs> told her, Charlie. Charlie, uh, you just get the fuck out of your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go sit your ass down, girl. <laughs> yeah, I felt that she was a very like. Um... A bit of a pushover, that, that girl. Yeah. She clearly, I think she clearly had self-esteem issues. It points back to when she was younger and she was a bit on the heavy side. Um, <laughs> so I think she, had, I think she honestly just had some self-esteem issues, and yeah, um, that that apparently that point was one of the main things that people were really, um, really saying were were sort of bad points because they said it, they they thought that it was really misogynistic because of that. But I actually think it just goes well with the character because it's like a little nugget that she was actually like heavier and not as confident back then. So it's kind of passed over after she's lost the weight. It's not had that glow up effect. I can totally relate. Yeah, she was like she was like a a, what, a, a pushover. So what pissed me off about the whole interaction there was the manager was all, get me a tuna club, right? She's like, okay. I mean, he's the manager. You got to kiss a little ass, right? Get him his fucking uh, his turkey club, right? So the guy, the new guy, comes over and he's all like, "Hey, I just overheard you gonna go get some food, and you're gonna get him food too. And you stupid banana, get me some fucking food too, but get it with spicy mustard." <laughs> <laughs> banana, get me some she could have said like, "No, fuck you. I am not gonna go get you shit." But no. She just sat there and took it. Yep. But, but, but she gets back at him because she brings him the mail. Or wait, no, did she get back at him? Or he never said the mail. He never said the mail. That's the, the point. Um, also as well, her, her character, she fucking hates her job. Again, that it's male driven. Um, and then she overhears her boyfriend's mom talking. She went to lunch, right? When she went to go have lunch with Justin Long, of all people, um, she left the office, and as she's walking away, she finds out his parents are fucking stuck-up pieces of shit. So we find that out that early in the movie that, you know, his parents already got, like, some 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 hottie that's, like, a doctor or something over here already in the hand in the bed already, and they're like, oh, we'll just come slam her out, you know, forget about that other girl, that, that farm girl. And they don't do it, or he doesn't do it. 
Yeah. He wants the farm girl. He wants the berry. He wants that milk. Did y'all like Justin Long in this movie? You know what? He seemed kind of douchey in this movie, dude. That's one thing I noted, actually. He, he seemed really douchey. Like, one of the things I noted was that right after she gets attacked, he comes over to check on her and fucking slams her out. Yeah. He's like, this is how you get thrown around, girl. Yeah. She's like, she's obviously like, she's got some sort of PTSD. And he comes home and he's like, bitch, I'm gonna need some of that pussy. <laughs> I don't know why he's Forrest Gump, but it seemed right, right? One of the parts in the movie that caught me where he was real douchey is when, and, and I'm skipping a little forward into the movie, you know, at this, but where they go to the psychic, you know, and mm, he's yeah. a total non-believer and he's just being a fucking dick about it, dude. Like he's all, oh man, this is a waste of time, 60 bucks, let's get out of here, and, you know, shit like that. And then he's still going back and forth with the guy, you know, before he does like the whole hand checking thing and whatever. So he's pretty douchey throughout this whole movie. Yeah. But I think his character towards the end, he actually kind of turns around a little bit because mm -hmm. he, he pays the money for the 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 seance or whatever. Right. And then like he's he's there for takes her to do, he's he's starting to sort of come on. He's like I don't I don't know what I believe anymore. So that was a good character arc for him. Um, Alison Lohman, she was the the girl that played um, Christine. I thought she she did a really good job. She she played that character really well. Yeah, the um, I I thought she did really well, and what we'll get into here in a little bit, um, the the whole car fight thing is is what sold me on on her character because, I mean, for somebody just to go through that and even be a shit actor, dude, like that that was some shit to go through. Apparently, she did all almost all of her own stunts. Wow, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of physical shit in there. <clears throat> yeah, there was. It was it was a CGI heavy movie, but. There was still some um, like physical aspects of it. Like the, you can tell, like you can fucking tell mail away that this was a Sam Raimi movie. I don't know oh, what yeah, you guys picked sure, that up from the minute it starts playing, like the music coming into it. It's very like Evil Dead, like uh, Army of Darkness, sort of right, right symphonic. That that movie had very very high. Uh shades of those two movies and, mm -hmm. and a lot of the things even you know parts at the end too especially uh were very much that so so yeah i agree the, the fucking goat reminded me so much of evil dead 2 um practical effect yeah because with that i think they used a puppet for that yeah and when they were filming it yeah like the music it, it, pretty much all of his movies have got some kind of hag like some old hag that was that was the old woman she like she got pretty gnarly the car i don't know if you guys noticed but the oldsmobile uh delta 88 is in every single sam raimi movie i believe really which is the same one from evil dead yeah Interesting. That the, that's the the car that the old woman drives is ash's car from evil dead Wow. I guess I would have never known that. Of, you know, I mean, I've seen the movies, but not to where, you know, I'm a diehard fan of the movies. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's, a, there's some movies that you favorite more than others and, and things like that. But, you know, I, I probably would have caught that or, or done the research on that. I want to know, if we, if we ever do get to meet Sam and or, or, or interview him, I want to ask him what's up with this old lady thing. I wonder if he used to have dreams as a kid about witches or... I bet she likes older women. No, I'm serious. I mean, it could be like, you know, even since he was young, maybe he was, you know, after the cougars. You know what I'm saying? It's maybe. not possible. The older the berry, the sweeter the juice. 
Now, here's the question, though. I mean, because... Now he's like... Black. I thought it was Batman. black of the berries. We did you... <laughs> well, now, technically, he's older than the cougars now. So, I mean, would he be going after a younger woman? Or would he be going after fossils? Probably fossils. You think so? Yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, spewing liquid on people. Like Alice spraying some sanitizer right now, which everyone, if you're listening, take a sanitation break. Oh, where's my shit? So she, uh, she has a fucking badass day. So, um, and then, yeah, that's when she meets, she, uh, finally meets the gypsy woman. Uh, she's trying to get the assistant manager job. And she's fucked. The one thing I noticed was the, uh, the old woman was pocketing the sweets that she had on her desk. She like picked up the ball and dumped it in her bag. <laughs> she pulled her false teeth out and they're covering that brown shit. Oh, yeah. That lady was very mucusy. She was gross. She was right. <laughs> <laughs> she, was a, she was a ripe little mama. Older the very sweet of the juice. Uh huh. More like the browner than juice. <laughs> I can't man there's no more it all starts off when before she gets into the car she sees that old woman's car right and then Mm. she starts freaking out when she hears her coughing up wait hold on hold on stop so she's coughing up all this shit right when she first arrives before the whole car thing she's fucking hacking up COVID-19 on fucking everybody and she just has no fucking disregard dude that was a nasty woman that was yeah. a nasty woman. That's like, that's exactly what you don't do in public. I don't care if there's a virus or not. That's, you know, you don't do that in public, man. That's nasty. Yeah, this shit was fucking nasty, man. So what, sca- what scared me about the whole the whole thing when she got there, and yeah, that, that whole shit that she's hacking up is nasty, man. But she rolls up and she's trying to get into her car because she hears her hacking up the, that shit, right? And then she sees the scarf float by. So when I first saw this movie years ago that shit kind of creeped me out because it just kind of like like a little dragon just went right by right yeah there's a lot of like curtains and like uh like scarves and stuff involved in this movie like they were all like always whooshing and always and then always like fucking flying everywhere and flying our face there's a lot of that like handkerchiefs and shit it's like the carpet from aladdin yeah flapping around yeah so she gets in the car right and um she's about to start that bad boy up and she sees that little creepy old lady just kind of like come from the from the back and she's all you shamed me <laughs> and then huacate, she fucking goes right after her <laughs> yeah man that's that fight sequence is fucking great man she's like She's like giving it to her, fucking just beating that fucker. And then she like knocks, she, she seatbelt, she puts her seatbelt on and yeah. fucking rides in the car, right? And then her fucking, she smashes her face off the dash and her fucking false teeth come flying out. And then she tries to bite her. Yeah. And yeah. it's just her <clears throat> fucking gums and like the blood. Fucking, fucking gross. Brown shit's yes. going all over her face and her mouth and shit. Oh, dude, I was like, Ugh. Oh. 
And it's the sound too. It's like, yeah, like the, all the sucking Ooh. and the gnawing and shit like that. It's like a big ass baby trying to fucking suck on your titty but your chin. <laughs> oh, big ass baby. <laughs> Just... <laughs> if you could see these guys right now making titties like this. <laughs> It's like a baby sucking a cat. Jesus. Y'all were so dedicated doing it. Yeah. Yeah, That old lady was creepy, man. She was super fucking creepy. The face, the eye, the fucking fingernails, the teeth. And at some point, too, when they were fighting in the beginning, she fucking hit her in the eye with a stapler. And she got her like two or three times in the forehead. Yeah, she fucking whips her with a staple. Who carries a <laughs> staple in their car? First, first of all, who needs well, she had, staple things? She had that tray of all those office supplies. Ah, uh, is that where she? Ah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's where she. That's got true. It. I remember. I remember that scene also. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then she grabs the fucking. She grabs the stapler and whack it there. Yep, man. Fucking whack it there. Ray off the eyeball. <laughs> whack it there times eleven. Times eleven. Yeah. And she like fucking sticks the the fucking ruler in her mouth. Oh, that sounded nasty because that sounded like if you were sticking meat with like a very dull knife. Mmm. <laughs> fucking butter knife. Exactly. That's what it's like. Yeah, fucking just it's just jabbing it in there, and it yeah it goes right in her fucking throat. There's a lot of just disgusting stuff in this movie, but it's so much fun. It's it's yeah. Sam Raimi's just great at that. He he has these like grandiose movies are fucking crazy but they're so much fun and they're so gory that nosebleed was definitely not pg-13 can can we can we just say right here right now as a public servant service announcement never piss off an old lady especially a gypsy old lady this movie will teach you to respect old people because fuck you never know when they're gonna curse you or shove a demon up your ass you just never know honestly if y'all were in her position would you have given her the third chance or not? Because she was getting pressure from her boss. Like, she was being told, you can't make tough decisions, and this is a tough decision. So that's that's why she had to make it, you know? I would have... I, I mean... Depends on my situation at the time, but I mean, I'd, I'd probably... I'd probably do that. I probably wouldn't grant her the extra loan. I'd probably get my ass cursed. Something like that, depending on the position that you're in... You always try and do it within, you know, reason, right? So me personally, if I was in her shoes, I would have done it just for the one last time, the third time. And I would do it because I would understand from her position growing up young and poor and like, you know, living it check to check and not even that. Like, I, I would totally understand where she's coming from. She do not have the money. But if I could do it just that one last time and not get in trouble for it and not lose my job, then yes, I would do it. Because at the end of the day, you, you always have the best intentions for people and helping those that you can within your limits. So this is your job. This is how you make money. If it's if it's within my power to give that one absolute last chance and I understand your situation and, and I think that you're not bullshitting me, then yeah, I'll do it. But, you know, within those limits. Things like that are, are how can I say – they're always unique situations because you decided to make that choice and help this person with with or with not knowing the consequences of if, if that's going to impact somebody or not. So you do what you can where you can. So, I mean, if, even if it was your last chance, 
yeah, you meant to, you know, use it for somebody that really needs it. Maybe this person really needed it just as much as the next person or maybe the other person needed it more. But you made that decision, but you support that decision. She's had two chances for her personally. The girl who's like the loan advisor, she's not got two chances. She probably like... I don't, I don't know, she maybe could have done a bit more of a convincing job at asking the boss. I think that was a factor. And then also the, just the whole situation with the assistant manager job being hung yeah. over her head like that. That was just, that was her boss putting on a really shitty-ass position. So, and, and that's what I mean by case by case, because every scenario is different. No two scenarios are going to be the same. So, You see where she's at now? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and I think... Dick. Uh, when she's uh, <laughs> after she's been attacked and she's had that crazy fight, she goes back to work. When the guy comes over and he's like tapping on the desk, uh-huh. and she fucking stands up and she's like, "Get your filthy pig knuckle off my desk!" <laughs> That's some shit. Filthy pig knuckle, damn. Filthy pig knuckle. What was there another quote from the movie where, where they said, "Dirty pork queen"? Do you see. That, that's another thing that tells you that that's a Raimi movie. Like, it's the little, like, weird words like that. You know what I mean? And they involve a pig. Uh, another, uh, speaking about um, Sam Raimi, another uh, effective technique that he's mastered over his career is known as the Dolly Zoom effect. Have you guys ever heard of that? No. Uh, no. So here is a quick camera lesson. So if you um, walk... I guess if you walk towards an item and zoom out, it focuses on a subject and it makes the backgrounds either like expand or like subtract. So it looks like you're swooshing in and it's supposed to make you feel uneasy. So he does that a lot throughout even the Evil Dead. Like when when something bad would happen, Ash would kind of look up and it would just kind of focus in on his face and then the background would kind of get big. One of the most famous ones is in Jaws, when the fucking police guy is sitting at the beach and then they're like screaming shark, and it like goes. That's the, do- that's the dolly zoom effect. It's uh, it's common in movies. Uh, the one of the one of the most famous is uh, also Vertigo when he looks down and then like gives that. Vet- it's called <laughs> the Vertigo shot. It's a really effective technique actually. So there's a bit of filmmaking knowledge for you. It's called the dolly zoom effect. So. Sure, they use it a lot for the money shot. Mm. Thick. Get shot in the face with ten ounces of cottage cheese. It's <laughs> 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 just straight shaving for Why <laughs> It's true what they say: a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> I don't know whatever the fuck does that mean. What the fuck does that mean? Look that up. Who the fuck said that Elton John? <laughs> he eats the ass. Elton John eats ass. Oh, absolutely. But That's why he's got a brown mustache. <laughs> Boy, you better bring that ass over here. Like a candle in the wind. Can I feel the love so you're I'm gonna eat that butthole. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> drag me hell. <laughs> that that was drag me hell in a nutshell. Uh, we're hellhounds of mm-hmm. Lord, have a good night. <laughs> can we talk? Okay, can we talk about how Jess Malone, all right, when she was walking backwards, 
to the train tracks. He was like this. He's like, hey, hey, no, stop, no. Yeah. And she falls. He's like, hey, go. What are you doing? <laughs> and like, he wanted somebody to go get her. He wasn't even trying to go get her. He was like, die, bitch, low key. He's like, die, but I'm fine. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 come back. Oh yeah, and that's the fucking yeah. twist. That's the fucking twist right there. That threw me off for a loop, man. The bus. Yeah, and he's like, oh, and she went through hell to get that fucking envelope back. She like shoves it in her mouth, and then she like the ra- the rain like fills up the hole, and uh, she like fucking pops out after getting hit with a fucking uh, gravestone right in the fucking dome. And she fucking pop, pops up and she's like, ah, oh, it's done. We're all good. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, um, I was going through my going through my files and I found your button. And she's just like, oh shit. I like throughout the whole idea, the whole movie as the demons were getting closer and closer, or the one demon, mm-hmm. like the first the first time it fucking slapped her like bitch slapped her across the room, and then like as it was getting closer threw her into a fucking dresser or an armoire whatever it was and just like beating the shit out of her every day it's like i'm getting closer whackate yeah, getting man. closer whackate <laughs> and then the bomb like, yeah She's oh like, dinner go that bitch fucking oh dude that's... that dinner was so fucking awkward hell yeah i wouldn't want to ever go to a dinner like that no <laughs> And she was doing well. She's like, yeah, I appreciate your honesty. It's refreshing. And then fucking, she starts hearing shit. And she starts hearing the creaking and the metal, like, whirring. That's how I put it. Uh, those, like, metallic noises where it's, it sounds like it's metal sort of, like, gently scraping together. Not like a windshine, but, like, rough metal hitting off each other. Ugh. I got it. Ugh, it's just so hard to describe, but that fucking gave me anxiety, man. That whole huh. movie. It was when she, when it was coming close, and it was like all the all the boards creaking, and like the it was like metal. I don't know how else to describe it, but it was like like rusty metal rubbing against each other. Oh, is that? Yeah, like a weird squeak. Yeah, yeah it was like that. That's what I'm oh. to put lube between two pieces of metal. It, it did not <laughs> sound good at all. Yeah, it was pretty annoying. I didn't like that shit. So, how do you rank this film? Honestly, like, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really fun one. It's been years since I'd seen it. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a really great Sam Raimi flick. So, I was down for it. I thought it had, a really, it had really great scenes in it. Um, overall, as a movie, it was just fucking a lot of fun. Uh, CGI heavy. That kind of docks a couple of points. I'm, I wasn't a huge fan of the... The CGI in it, it was—I think it was supposed to be sort of cartoony, but yeah. I, I didn't really—I don't really like that sort of stuff, especially for the budget that it had. I like like crisp CGI. It's going to be anything that kind of looks realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I fucking loved it. I thought Alison Lohan was really good. I thought Justin Long was really good. The woman that played the the gypsy was like fucking terrifying. Um, honestly, overall, I'd give it like one and a half thumbs up. Just to give you, just to give you some insight before I give you my whole uh, conclusion <laughs> of this movie. Before I give you my whole. <laughs> <laughs> no it. sir, no sir. I don't play those kind of reindeer games. The movie was very enjoyable for me. I uh, I first saw it and it actually kind of scared me a little bit because of the 
the demons jumping out here and there, you know, like, and then throwing her across the room and shit like that. So those are all like jump scares and, and those get me here from time to time. But I, I like the silliness in the movie, like when the goat was possessed and then the guys were possessed and they were all floating around like, you know, like evil dead type of humor, type of silliness to it. And um, it, it was fun. I mean, it kept me engaged. It kept me entertained. Anything that can do that is a good movie in my book. So, uh, but I'm totally with you, John, on this one at one and a half thumbs and like a baby boner. Carlos, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give it the same rating. Um, I like this movie because it was original. You know, Sam Raimi's a he's a legend in his own right. You know, what I mean, he's a very unique person when it comes to movies and making them. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about the film was Justin Long. He was well, he did his role good as being a dick, but he was kind of bland in his acting. I guess I like I, I like the Justin uh, Jeepers Creepers type of acting that he does. I like that right. better. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. One and a half thumbs. I think that, that that's good. Out of two thumbs, one and a half is good. Um, had some jump scares. The ending was cool. I like my favorite thing about the whole film. Is when they drag her to hell, you see her face change as deeper. The deeper she's going, the face is changing. So yeah, once she once 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 her face hits those fucking rocks, you see her face turning to skeletonish. The eyes go circleish, and her hand starts to like get skinnier to the, to the bone. Start to fade away. I thought that was amazing. So I'm going to give it up. Uh, yeah. One and a half thumbs. Yeah, man. I, I, a lot of people uh, were saying this was a really underrated movie, and I agree. I think it is a really underrated movie. It's one of, it's, a, it's a good Sam Raimi flick. So if you haven't yeah. seen it before, definitely check it out. It's on Netflix in Canada, and you can probably find it online or rent it. Yeah. I think that's an overall success. I think it's a movie that we all we all enjoyed. There was a lot of positives to it. I don't think we really spoke about any negatives, so... Before we started recording this, just a little to add on to that, um, I did find out that Stars is the one that's airing it. So um, if you do have a Star subscription, you can find it there on demand as well. Well, overall, that was a wonderful movie. And I think that um, it's definitely, like you said, an underrated movie. And I think um, everybody, like you said, should check it out and just enjoy the shit of it. Make yourself some popcorn, some pickles grab a soda make a night of it you know maybe get a little a little chill part too you know what i'm saying but um we're gonna go ahead and call it a night here thank you very much for joining us we very much appreciate it and if you had not checked already check our social medias um for any kind of information any kind of upcoming recordings so that way you can always drop your questions and please do drop us questions don't be shy we will answer any questions that you want to ask us any one of us all of us whatever Uh, But yeah, thank you very much for tuning in. We hope you all have a great rest of your night. And stay safe out there with this crazy-ass virus. Peace. Well, thanks very much for joining us, guys. If you'd like to keep up to date with the Hellhounds, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hellhounds of Horror. There, you can also find links to our individual social media pages. Be sure to give us a follow on your favourite streaming platform to stay up to date with any new episodes. And we're available on Google, Spotify, iTunes, Anchor and more. We'll catch your asses down the road, and remember, you know where you can always find us? Deep in the pits of hell.